I was surrounded by violence and death from a very young age. As a teenager, the consistent news of death desensitized us, frequently reminded us of our fragility, how loosely we cling to life. Most of it felt undeserving. Alongside the very purposeful and seemingly explicable death, for instance, those shot or killed as the result of the behavior or lifestyle that they were actively involved in, there were a lot of deaths that, when witnessed or learned about, brought forward a feeling of inescapability. So quick, so easily, without reason. Accidental murders. Mistaken identity drive-bys, 14 years old, shot at the front door after responding to the doorbell, their assassin riding off on a bicycle, in danger over a girl's crush or a boy's ego. In this bubble, my peers and I did not foresee a life after our teenage years. A deep acceptance of a short life consumed us. 20 didn't exist, neither did next week for that matter, only today, hopeful for tomorrow. In retrospect, I realized I developed a tendency to cap my life at particular ages. Death milestones of sorts. Twenty years was one. There was an assumption we wouldn't leave our teens. As a side note, imagine what that mentality does to a teenager's ability to plan for the future, to plan their lives and careers and aspirations. It completely stunts your potential, your growth. Just something to think about when comparing our underprivileged youth to those without this mental hurdle, but I digress. It's a whole other topic. 25 years was another one. Surprised to live into adulthood, looking into the future for the first time with an understanding that you made it out alive, but an inkling or assumption that who you are and where you come from will still catch up with you. After 25, I began to grow a profound sense of gratitude and appreciation for life. Like, wow, I'm still here. My closeness to death and reverent acceptance of it created a lens of humility and zest for each day, each moment, accepting every possibility of a car crash or a heart attack or fatal and random event created a version of the present that was wholly lived in with all of my senses. Truth, love, passion, humility, and gratitude became my foundation. I worked hard and long with a lust for life and legacy. I found meaning and productivity. I'm here, today, a new morning. Another day to make use of. The death milestones didn't fade. They just kind of fell into oblivion, became irrational. I hoped to live beyond Jesus' death year or Nipsey Hussles, etc. But there was no more assumption of death. Instead, anxiety. I sat to watch a TV show or play a video game and became overwhelmed by the waste of time. I was hyper aware of the gift that is the present. The blessing of time I was being given was felt, it felt squandered by folly. I couldn't enjoy reality television or social media. I needed to work. Too much to do. No time guaranteed to do it. Not working at every minute of the day and night felt like an insult to the God or chaotic randomness of the universe that provided me another day of life. Music, podcast, film, novel, interview, financial literacy, work, fatherhood, marriage, friendship. I grew into a man who put their desires last and their responsibilities first to the point I nearly lost the ability to do for self. My legacy after death became prioritized over my present. Anxiety for me results from everything at once. When every thought, every to-do, Every need, every unprocessed feeling, every option, every task, every chore, every errand is acknowledged all at once. It's impossible for us to do this, to see it all at once. And thus we begin to drown in impossibility. 
It creates a physical reaction, a panic, a stress, an ailment, a deterioration. We embrace our memories from the past and potentialities of our future all at once and fall victim, drowning in our present. Reduced to stagnancy, in an initial attempt to capture and control productivity, we fall into its antithesis. What began as a strategy to plan our day, or our week, our month, our life, ends in an inability to monitor our own breath. Panic attacks from the thought of a lack of productivity, causing just that. The gift of the present squandered by the severity of my gratitude of the present. Quite the paradox. Today, I've learned not to waste my valuable present being obsessively gracious. Loud gratitude removes you from the moment. Be thoughtless. Be still. Breathe deeply. Think of one thing at a time and give that thing all of you before moving on to the next. The next thought, the next task, the next person, the next conversation. Your to-do list is a list for a reason. You list things in sequential order, one after the other, not overtop each other on the same line. Don't attach yourself emotionally to everything at once. Pick the thing you will be giving your energy to in this hour, on this day, this week. Plan, prioritize, and compartmentalize accordingly. There is only now. Do not spend your now in the past and the future. These places don't exist. The past, you might argue, created who you are today. I would argue, no. Your memories and attachments to the past do that. The past does not exist at all. It has passed. The future is even more intangible for us. And quite honestly, the future is 100% reliant on your present. It is a consequence of the now. Thus, the only thing you need to give yourself to is your present. Nothing else exists. The past did exist and the future will, but you will never be in either of those places. You will only be here, now, and now, and now. The rest are merely frozen moments, all of them beyond your control, either inevitably on their way or gone forever. None of them is worthy of your attention as the present. Just be, your heartbeat, your breath, your one chosen priority. If you can grasp this, you will find eternal peace. This is either the result of a divine inspiration or severe trauma. Supreme objectivity, disconnect, compartmentalization, stillness. For those who suffer from anxiety, for those whose thoughts and feelings and responsibilities bleed into each other. You can find your peace in the present. I go by the name of Septo.ca, and this is the left column.